0: Ding ding! How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Good morning and welcome to the NBA Daily Ding NBA Finals Game Three edition. I am Jared Weiss. I am joined by Mo DeKeel, and we just watched the Bucks beat the Suns, one hundred twenty to one hundred, through another incredible Giannis performance, Mo.
1: Yeah, no, Giannis just continuing his run here in the finals of just playing extremely well, finishing with 41, 13 and six in only one turnover, Jared. But that's not even the big thing. 13 to 17 from the free throw line. The man can't miss, Jared.
0: If only if only there was somebody there to count to make sure that he was taking it within the allotted time frame.
1: Well, there are a couple of Suns fans trying so much, but uh, they kind of got drowned out by the Bucks fans, which we think is pretty predictable. Uh, but overall, though, like the way Giannis was used tonight, I think used him a lot as a roller, felt like almost everything was in the paint, went 0 for 2 from 3, but in general, besides those two shots, was just in constant attack mode, used him as a pick and roller. when you know he had a smaller guy on him he faced up and drove into the lane uh and and made sure finished strong all of those things he was just kind of all over the place got into the paint in so many different ways and really made the Suns pay you know when when they had to go a little smaller against him
0: yeah the thing that i really loved that he was doing was we saw him really backing guys down and trying to really force his way into the paint so that he could just get to that drop step and turn and finish and obviously once he's facing the rim nobody's big enough to stop him maybe eight and every once in a while but he was I mean this was home court advantage really manifesting itself within Giannis where he was just playing with this determination and the the energy behind him in a way that I don't think we quite saw out of him in those first two games
1: yeah no it it, it was he was locked in And, and you know he was locked in in game two I think just he looked a lot more comfortable on his knee tonight. You know, even though he had 45 in game two, he looked better defensively on in, in this one. And it, it I feel like that had a lot to do with just being more comfortable with his knee and, and where that was at and so on. So, you know, it just an impressive
0: performance from a guy who's a two-time MVP. What, what was the thing that you felt like Giannis was doing differently at the free throw line? Was it? Do you feel like he was exactly the same? Was he maybe not rushing quite as much because he wasn't hearing the countdown? It's funny. He, I
1: don't think he was rushing, but he was a little bit quicker, mm-hmm. if that makes much sense. you know. I don't feel like it was a case of him with the count was like, oh, crap, I got to go behind or anything like that. Um, and let's be honest. It's not like the fans counting is really uh, he, he knows they're counting fast as well. They should because that's what fans should do. Have fun with this. Um, oh wow, they have fireworks going on in the Deer District, like it's the Fourth of July. Um, <laughs> you only won one game, guys. You're still losing. Tries
0: it away and throws it down. He will not be stopped.
1: Um, the but I felt like he moved quicker. I his 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 uh, timing was a little bit quicker. Not sped up in a bad way, but just quicker.
0: And he was good. I mean, obviously he was good. And I think just playing well overall is going to influence you with the line a little bit better. And you know, the big thing with Giannis is Giannis makes things difficult for himself a lot of the time, but that's fine because he's an absolute freak, but one way that they can make it easier is using him as a role man and force in not forcing him to be the one penetrating through the defense i feel like we've talked about that a bunch of times on the show i'm sure everybody's talked about it the nose x's nose in the league but this was some of the best use we've seen of him as a role man in a long time it was the most uh gosh
1: how's the right almost like the the most efficient we've seen of it you know, with with how it looked and clean opportunities like late in or early in the fourth quarter, Pack Honathan comes off of a Giannis screen and just with the hesitation dribble forces Crowder to have to step up to him, and he's able to hit Giannis for a dunk on the roll. Just you know, it was everybody doing a great job, including the ball handlers finding Giannis in those situations or taking the shot when it was there for them.
0: Yeah, the Bucks I thought were just good with pick and roll overall. One thing I really like that they do is. So the Bucks will kick it out to like someone like PJ Tucker in the corner. And if Tucker doesn't have the shot, what he'll do is he'll drive into the paint and then he'll pass it out to like Drew Holiday at the top of the arc. And a lot of the time when that when the shooter does that, then they try to go hide on the other side of the floor. Instead, he just goes right up into a screen for Holiday and starts a pick and roll. Then he's the one going down the lane with the ball and he can either finish or he can drop it off to somebody to finish for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're a pick and roll heavy team. You know, it's just about making sure they're getting the right guys as the ball handler
0: coming off of those. All right. So other side of the floor, uh, Devin Booker did not have a good night. He had 10 points in only 29 minutes and conspicuously was left out for you know, a lot of the fourth quarter run there. We saw Monty Williams giving him a long, a long talk before not putting him back in. The, on the broadcast, they said that he was probably resting for game four. I, I think you probably disagree. That's very unlikely to be the case.
1: Well, no, I mean, there, there's. I don't understand it. If, if it's rest. If, you know, they just haven't played in three days and then playing this game and then going to have two more days off before playing game four. So I don't know if rest is the answer. He wasn't playing well. He was 3 of 14, you know, and uh, I— I think right away to start the second half picked up an offensive foul, you know, and and felt like he was forcing things, and that might have been more of hey it's just not your night type deal, uh, and and it really wasn't his night, you know, Jared the way the way the Bucks kind of came at him defensively, I thought a lot of good one on one possessions defensively with Drew Holiday on him at times, Chris Middleton on him at times, PJ Tucker doing a great job with him, I thought overall like their their game plan defensively on Booker was solid and they weren't giving him a lot of clean looks
0: and I mean Booker so he got taken out right before the end of the third quarter didn't come in for a little bit DeAndre Ayton's out there Ayton gets pulled after just what three minutes basically and at that point I'm thinking all right Booker's gonna come in now they're gonna go small we see campaign come out there we see Frank Kaminsky come out there and they just stuck with Kaminsky the rest of the way never went back to Booker you know, if if you're Monty Williams, and I mean, I know that probably after about a few minutes of Kaminsky, you know they're down twenty three, so it's tough to come back at that point. But wouldn't you still at least want to get book out there just for a few minutes, just to see if he can get hot again and they can start chipping back away?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if you felt like you were going to win this game, but almost like build confidence going into game four, you know, and 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 hit a couple of shots and let it see go through the nets. But listen, Jared. Monty Williams is a hell of a coach. So I'm not going to, he's pushed every correct button this season. So really the two of us are just a bunch of pricks here. Uh, uh, second guessing that like he has a better feel for Booker than we do in terms of what he might need. And I think that's just an important, I just kind of took a little bit of an exception to it being a That wasn't the case. It is actually almost, Hey, this might even be great coaching.
0: More than a than just
1: hey we're trying to to give him some extra rest.
0: I can't wait for post game game four where books like yeah Monty pulling me for the entire fourth quarter lit that fire under me and that's why I scored 137 points tonight.
1: Yeah, the uh, but one thing I do want to talk about is you know the Frank Kaminsky mitts and it's and, and this is the this is the game where they really miss Dario Sarch. You know that's kind of the big thing is. You know, they, they got some success when they went small in the third quarter because they didn't want to put Frank Kaminsky in when Aiton picked up his fourth foul early in the third quarter. But you still have to put him out there at times because they couldn't hang going small. I mean, the Bucks had 20 second-chance points tonight. They, they dominated the offensive glass. And, you know... It doesn't take much, but just a couple of minutes of Frank Kaminsky can really hurt you in this series. And that's why the Sarich injury is actually a big blow for the
0: Suns for sure. Cause Bobby Portis was really good in this game. I think there were like four standing ovations with Bobby chance going on. I mean, the the, maybe you know i think maybe watching on tv makes it feel like portis is more impactful just because they have so many close-ups of him making crazy eyes and so you just feel his energy a little bit more but i mean the guy had 11 points and he had four offensive rebounds and that that was the real huge part
1: yeah no he was just a he's just a ball of energy for them right it's almost like he comes in and he can change the game sometimes good Sometimes bad. It's just kind of, let's just see what happens when we roll the dice with, with Portis out there. And today it was good. Today he was rolling. He even got it, got into it a little bit with Crowder, which I think people have been waiting for, for, for most of this series that if you had it in game three, uh, you win the pool. The, but I just think overall from the Bucks, just their energy, even from the beginning of the game, it w- was so much better. Was so much more locked in offensively, defensively. Drew Holiday hitting five threes. Huge. You know, uh Chris Middleton with a little bit of a light night, just six of fourteen from the field, but still impressive. Seven rebounds, six assists. You know, just overall impactful and being there and being present. I felt like for the Bucks, their whole energy was great. And their second quarter, I mean, that's when they blew this game open,
0: Jared. Yeah, and Drew Holiday was just so terrific. He he pretty much gave them everything that they could have wanted out of him. His drive and kick game was so good. I mean, he was having so many drives where he would go down the lane and then flip a pass over the entire defense to like a wide-open Pat Connaughton in the quarter. I mean, this was, this was the offense that they needed Drew Holiday to bring.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing else to say. I mean, this is what they've missed in game one and two. You know, they needed him in those games, and that's what he makes – He makes it so important for the Bucks. Like he just takes them to another level offensively and defensively. He was all over the place. Really impressive game from him tonight.
0: Yeah, he was terrific. I mean, Devin Booker's game was not Devin Booker alone. That was there's a lot of Drew Holiday all over that. You mentioned the second quarter. Bucks outscored them thirty-five to seventeen in that quarter. The Suns they were zero for five from three, and actually Booker, Paul, and Cam Johnson they only had three threes between the two of uh, the three of them. But Jay Crowder. He went six or seven. Yeah, he was he was unbelievable. <laughs> he was knocking
1: down shots. But I think part of that was by design by the Bucks in the sense of, you know, we're not going to give Paul and Booker so many easy looks like we're going to have we're going to le- have to live with these other guys taking those shots. And in this case, tonight, Crowder knocked them down. You know, all his shots were threes tonight, six to seven. It's, it, it, it's along those lines of you got to live with something. You can't take everything away. And I think tonight they were just saying like, hey, man, we'll live with Crowder if we're going to make sure Booker goes three for
0: 14. Yeah, I think you could live with Devin Booker not destroying your team. <laughs> All right, we'll be back for game four. That is on Wednesday the 14th at 9 Eastern. For Moe tequila, I'm Jared Weiss. Do not forget to subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash ding. Don't forget to check out the Athletic NBA show. You can find Mo doing Nerd or She Wrote There with David Moore and Seth Partno, tons of other shows, something pretty much every single day. We're going to have the NBA Finals covered from every single angle here on The Athletic, and we're also going to sign up.